You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey, what is going on, people? Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I hope that everything is going good with you, and I hope that everything is going good with yours. Well, you've seen the title of the show, and it's clearly where you you getting your religion or slash spiritual teachings. This is not a religious podcast. I am not a preacher. I'm not here to preach to you. But when a topic comes to my mind, I go into it. I get into it. It does not make a difference what that topic is. I'm trying to build something up here where we use our brains to think about some things that we are involved in, if you are involved in them. So I'm not going to judge at all now, but me stating that this is not a religious podcast, I have to start with three Bible verses to kind of pour the concrete for where I'm getting at, okay? 1 Corinthians 14.33, for God is not a God of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. Then 2 Timothy 2.7, think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. And then 1 John 4.1, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. So that's repeating 1 Corinthians 14, 33, 2 Timothy 2, 7, 1 John 4, 1. So that is the foundation and groundwork. Now let's get into briefly what some of the difference between religious and spiritual teachings. Both religion and spiritual teach that there is more to the universe than meets the eye. There's more to life than the physical body. Both agree that the non-physical, there are non-physical elements to the universe and to our existence, and that unless we consciously connect with them, we will never be fully fulfilled in life. Now, the core difference between religion and spirituality is that religion presents itself as a set of beliefs, sometimes dogma with holy men or holy women as intermediaries between you and the spirit realm. In contrast, spirituality promotes individual autonomy in defining and connecting to spirit as it fits your heart and mind, meaning you can a la carte spirituality. You can blend spirituality with religious teachings and spirituality and still feel spiritual. Now, religion does not allow you as much leadway with spirituality because they're not going to tell you to have a guru or mentor or anything of that nature. Once again, I am not judging because here's the bottom line. You're never too young to learn and you're never too old to change. Anyone can preach, but you have to figure out what are they preaching? Are you going to a YouTube preacher? 
a televangelist, and I have nothing wrong with televangelists. Now I have to pre, I have to put a prerequisite on this. Televangelist, you might be a shut-in. You might be somebody who can't drive right now. You might be somebody because of your health, you can't get out and go to a religious church, or you can't meet with a pastor or group or Bible study. So there's nothing wrong per se with listening to a televangelist or televangelist slash podcast religious show. Do you get your teachings from a guru? Do you get your teachings from a pastor? Do you go to a church-affiliated religious college? Now, if you go to a religious college, more than likely they are going to have an agenda. A theological seminary is going to have an agenda. Divinity schools, for the most part, are going to have an agenda. You need to figure out what they are teaching and how it fits into your life. Now, do you get your religion from just word of mouth that's been passed down through your family? Uh do you make up your own ideas about what the Bible may say and you've never fully read it? Uh, reading and comprehension goes back to Timothy 2.7. You will get understanding if you read and comprehend, if you study and meditate on the word. There will be no confusion about what is being said. Do you go to group? discussions or Bible studies, because at the end of the day, you're going to have to show yourself to be approved. You are going to have to study for yourself. If you are sitting in a church, a religious group, a Bible study, or even a podcast or televangelist, and you are not writing down verse and chapter and going back to make sure that what has been said to you is of God and not that man or woman in the suit with their own agenda. This is not a trust me type deal. Religion and spirituality is not about trusting the speaker. They have to show themselves to be trustworthy by you going back and actually looking up what they said and put it in the context that it's supposed to be in. Okay, can they break it down more than you can? More than likely. But first of all, are they speaking English? If the preacher, if you're going to any church, and I don't care who I offend right now, if you go to any church and the preacher starts off speaking what is your language, so let's just make for argument's sake, you speak in English, because if you listen to me, you hear me in English. And then midway through the sermon, all you hear is, hmm, yeah, then he's no longer speaking English. He's no longer teaching you anything that is discernible. You need to remove yourself from that place because you have now got into theatrics. You are no longer in a place of learning. You are no longer in a place of edification. You are no longer in a place where you can actually take something and work with what is being taught from the pulpit. Because we all know, like I said before, anybody can preach. Anybody can get a microphone, go to any street corner without any teaching whatsoever and just start saying whatever they want to say. If nobody actually looks back and says, what is this man or woman getting at? Where are they trying to tell me something verse and chapter? 
It's all right to challenge your minister, your Bible study partner, verse and chapter. Uh, you know what? If you're going to deal with the Bible, deal with it as the sword that it is. Don't look for this thing to be a feather when it's actually a sword. Is there going to be some damning things in there that's going to come at you? If you are real about looking into getting yourself religiously or spiritually proper, there are going to be things that you literally need to kill. Let me repeat that. We, you need to kill about yourself so that the other parts of you can come out. You can't hold on to both worlds. If you're going to deal with this, you'd be better off leaving this completely alone than to deal with this in a playful type manner. Take it as real as anything that you ever dealt with before in your life. You know? And like I said, I will never judge another person. I will never judge another person. Now, these churches, some of them are doing foolishness. They're leading people down uh, bad paths, giving them bad uh, ways to go about even getting their lives together. They don't spend any time correcting. They don't mind how you come, what you do when you get there. I seen a video yesterday on YouTube that was quite disturbing. Yeah, YouTube was quite disturbing. You would see I'm young young men in Atlanta, Georgia, and they were actually doing I guess a praise rap song in church, but these dudes were shirtless. What church do you know where young men are performing shirtless with smoke? There was literally smoke and strobe lights going on behind them. I couldn't tell if I, if you turned the volume down on the song, you couldn't tell if this was a rap concert or if this was a church uh environment you definitely would have picked rap concert first so just be careful when you get your religious and spiritual teachings you just you know what go back and listen to this again i'm sure there's some things in here that i said that made perfect sense well there's no perfect i'm not perfect so let me uh, let me apologize to you and let me uh take my ego out of this there were some things that maybe you could think about in your life as it goes with what you're being taught Especially when you're just taking things word of mouth, taking things that are passed down and you're not going back to actually double check. You have the right to double check. It never does it say that you should not go back and see what the man or woman of God is telling you. And if it's coming from them or is it coming from the word of the book? itself the book is the law it is already perfect it doesn't need to be uh interpreted in a way that is not meant to be and you know what i want to just move on for that i just like to plant a seed before i start every show about some kind of topic and if i don't talk about anything at all it's not worth me picking up this mic and speaking to you because then I would have wasted your time and wasted my time. And that's not what it's about. And I wish you the very best in your journey. I wish your journey has as little bumpy roads and that whatever you're looking for is also in accordance with what God wants to bless you with so that you can get out of this world everything that you need with as little pain and suffer as possible. But if you do get a, end up on a rocky road, don't lose your faith, okay? Don't lose your faith. 
This week, we lost Robbie Robinson. He was the leader of the band. He died at the age of 80. Now, I always found the band to be actually one of the most arrogant names for a group of uh, performers of all time. The band. Just think about it. They considered themselves the band. But they were pretty damn good. They were Rock and Roll Hall of Famous. You know, so rest in peace, Robbie. I just found out this morning, Magoo, you know, famous Virginia rapper of Timberland and Magoo, died at the age of 50. You will know him from Drop, Love to Love You. Put it this way, Drop is such a good song that this thing came out a couple of decades ago, and it's still on rotation. If you get my car, every once in a while, Drop with Fat Man Scoop, Timberland, and Magoo will come on my... uh my radio and I will never turn it off because I think it was one of the all-time greatest hip-hop songs and matter of fact I did an all-time greatest hip-hop songs and I would think that I have that in my top 10. I would like to say my heart goes out to everybody involved in Maui with the wildfires. Right now we have a death toll of 93. 93 human beings have lost their life and they're saying about a thousand people are still missing uh this is a tragedy uh one day you have everything the next day you have nothing i've been through a fire me and my family have been through a fire and thankfully uh there was no loss of human lives i lost my cat who was at the time as a little child my best friend i was a very young kid my cat was like a dog to me he slept with me every night and I loved him dearly, and I still think about him. Um, but these people lost everything. I mean, I understand losing your birth pictures, your trophies, your medals, all kinds of paperwork. But the human lives lost. I mean, Mother Nature has been really uh, kicking us very hard. We don't treat the planet right, so the planet fights back. And I'm not going to say that that's the reason that this wildfire happened. Uh, it could have been heat. It could have been a lunatic setting the fire. There's a lot of variables to this, and I don't know any of them, so I don't like to get into rumors. And I'm definitely not sitting here with any gossip because I have no story. But uh, my heart, my prayers go to the people of Maui and maybe as a world, as a country, all the money that we donate to uh, Ukraine. And there's nothing wrong with that per se, but we have to be able to give the same kind of care, love, and financial backing to Maui and the people of Maui and their family members. And I wish they'd be able to rebuild this place up. Uh, it's going to be sacred land from now on, because when you lose that kind of life, that ground is sacred. That ground, that ground cries out. Those souls uh, cry out from the, their graves. And it's just so unfortunate that people had to lose their life in this manner. Tao, tail. The former Minneapolis police officer who's convicted in state court for his role in the killing of George Floyd. Let's never forget that was a murder of George Floyd. He was sentenced Monday past to four years and nine months. This man had to take this to trial. Then he sits there and he tries to preach to the judge about who and what he is and how he was nothing more than a human uh, traffic cone. How really disturbed me. The other guys, you don't see him as much. But this dude made sure that nobody got near Derek Chauvin to 
uh, make sure that they would intervene in this murder. And I always felt that he was a disgusting individual. I spoke about him other times. And you know what? Enjoy your four years and nine months between the state and federal penitentiaries. Uh, you can play tough guy all you want, but it is a life changer. Uh, you don't control your activities. You don't control your privacy. You don't control when you see your relatives, uh, things of that nature. Jail is not camp. And at his age, he wouldn't be going to summer camp anyway. So enjoy your time there, sir. Former NFL Raider Henry Ruggs was sentenced to three to 10 years in prison for that DUI crash that killed that young lady who was only 23 years old. This dude was driving like a lunatic. He had a bright future. He had an NFL contract. I believe he was a first-round pick. Uh, I'm hoping that he has some remorse. And three to 10 years is a long time, and he might do three, and he might do 10. It depends on what her family thinks about it uh, when the time for him to come up on parole happens. I finally listened. I broke down because I got tired of waiting for the complete album to come out. But I listened to I slash O. Or it could be on and off. I don't know how Peter Gabriel is actually labeling this. And some of the songs on this album are outstanding. Four Kinds of Horses, I.O., Panopticonic. Panopticonic is a prison system or prison built with cells that look more like a spider's body. You know how you have the big round body and the eight arms that extend from it? So you have a central area with these tentacles that go out. Panopticana. That's how, that's the name of the song. Praying for time, so much in the court. Very good album so far. I can't wait for the complete album to come out. He seems to only release a song every full moon. So that I guess there's been nine full moons. Eight of the nine songs I really like. One I didn't like as much. So I decided that because I love Peter so much, why I'm even mentioning the one you don't like by name. So TV. The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty is back, people. Uh, season two, they're already up to episode two. I have not started that, but I have started watching The Shy. The Shy has been very good. Uh, Duda is trying to take or have control in every aspect of every character's life on the entire show. There's almost a reason for almost everybody on The Shy to have a reason, probably by season end, to want Duda dead. Uh, I think that Emmett is playing with fire, getting in bed with him, the Iman Shumpert character getting in bed with him, and then kind of backdooring him by dealing with another drug dealer is going to lead him down the road too. So it's very good. I watched American Nightmare becoming Cody Rose. That was an interesting take. It's done in the same vein of the Jordan magic shack type uh, documentaries. So it was very good. It was not a very long documentary. It dealt with some things. It dealt with him and his father and his growing up and how he got to this point right now. I thought that was an interesting watch. Dark Side of the Ring dealt with Marty Jannetty. Kids do not use narcotics. 
if somebody's your friend and they trying to get you on narcotics or offer you narcotics, they really do not love you. They hate you. Stay away from anything stronger than marijuana and a beer if you can help or drink. And if you're drinking to excess or smoking to excess, you need to cut that shit out too because it's going to lead you down a bad road. We see horror story after horror story of celebrity or pseudo-celebrities who destroy their lives due to drugs and alcohol. Hard Knocks with the Aaron Rodgers Show. Basically, is the Aaron Rodgers Show. Episode 1 aired last week with the New York Jets, and it was horrible. It was the worst episode of Hard Knocks that I've ever seen. They really didn't introduce us to a lot of the rookies, the guys that's on the fence. All they did was follow around Aaron Rodgers, leave Schreiber, played fanboy to Aaron Rodgers. This man has never shown his face on all these seasons of Hard Knock, but he makes his way over to Jets training camp so that he could stand next to Aaron Rodgers, have a really corny conversation on air. Uh, it's, it's like Aaron Rodgers is trying to reinvent himself after 17, 18 years in the league, and it's not coming off. It's coming off real disingenuous to me. It's coming off real fraudulent, and I didn't appreciate it. The Ultimate Fighter had Jason Knight fight Kurt Alban. Alban defeated Knight by technical knight knockout. And I'm going to say this was the absolute best fight of the season on top. Uh, if the final fights are anything like this, uh, I'm going to say thumbs up. Because this followed up like two weeks ago a really what I would call one of the worst fights in tough history. Now, in the same season, you had one of the worst fights and one of the best fights, at least I would say, ever. I also watched a show called Untold, the Johnny Football Story. Johnny Football, for those of you who do not know, is Johnny Manziel. Now, how Johnny Manziel, after admitting some of the things that he admitted on camera, still has his Heisman, still has all of his accolades from college, is incredible. Because you have to think of a man named Reggie Bush, who lost everything. Johnny Manziel was admitting scamming and stealing money while in college before NILs. And it's basically what other people have done, but they have lost everything, including national titles over it. And up until this point, Johnny Manziel has not suffered one drop. But it was an interesting watch. It was a very short program. I would say no more than an hour and a half, so you don't have to feel like you're beating yourself up watching this long story about a failed NFL player who never cared about NFL to begin with. He loved his college football. I'm not going to take that away from him. But as far as the NFL, he was he just wanted the money, and he didn't give a damn how he got it. So Michael Lorenzen throws a no-hitter for the Philadelphia Phillies this week in a win over the Nationals. There have been a lot of no-hitters in baseball uh, this season, but I just wanted to congratulate him. When there's big news, I like to mention it. The Lions signed Teddy Bridgewater. Now, I thought Teddy Bridgewater could have went other places, but you know what? It's not a bad deal to go to the Lions. they up and coming. Uh, Teddy's been around a lot of different places, and you never know if uh, the quarterback there might get injured, and that means he'll get to be able to play a game or two. And you know what? I like what the Lions are doing as far as I, you know, I'm concerned. We had the NFL Hall of Fame class get inducted this weekend. So I just want to briefly say congratulations to Paul Gasol, Becky Hammond, 
Dirk Nowinski, Greg Popovich, Dwayne Wade, and Tony Parker. Uh, we got two Spurs and really three Spurs because Becky Hammond was an assistant coach on the Spurs, but that didn't get her in the Hall of Fame. So you got a Laker, a Heat, a Maverick, a Spur, and a Spurs coach. Congratulations to these men. I don't see a uh, a weak one in the bunch. They all deserve these accolades, and good for them. So WWE, Friday Night SmackDown, you had Jay Uso supposedly quit not only SmackDown and the Bloodline, but the WWE. WWE is going all in on this storyline because they actually moved Jay Uso from the active roster to the alumni roster. Uh, uh, they're trying to act like they're in the kayfabe generation when everybody pretty much knows what's going on. But if this is how they want to play it, I say go for it. You know, I have to agree with Paul Heyman. There's still meat on this bone. There's still stuff in this story to tell. There are still other people from Samoa who's in that bloodline that they can interject into this story to keep it fresh at least through WrestleMania, at least through WrestleMania. And then you have to start thinking about closing the door on this subject because that there has to be a beginning to a book, a middle to a book, and you must have an end to every story. If you leave an open-ended story, it becomes a bore when you revisit it over and over again. We had the FedEx St. Jude's Championship. And congratulations to Mr. Lucas Glover. He actually won back-to-back tournaments. He won a tournament before. Uh, last weekend, he won the FedEx. He beat Patrick Chanley in a playoff. Patrick Chanley hit a horrible first shot that went in the water, and I knew pretty much he was not going to have a chance. But lo and behold, he had a chance to make a putt that he actually missed by just say less than a foot, less than a foot. It took a little dip, right? Uh, Glover was able to hit his putt, win this tournament. Uh, Lucas Glover. I apologize to Mr. Glover. I made fun of him over and over during the course of the weekend on uh, Instagram. This dude sweated through four pants. I don't know what kind of physical condition he has and, and how dare me make fun of another human being's physical uh, deficiencies. This man obviously has something going on with him where he can sweat through pants. I am talking about his pants were completely soaking wet. You could see the sweat stains all through, all the way down past his knees, through his crotch. It was kind of disturbing, but he think about it. He gutted it out. He still played good golf, and he won the tournament. This weekend, we have the second part of the playoffs in the FedEx Cup, the BMW Championship. Now, the FedEx Cup St. Jude had the top 70. We're now down to the top 50. And when we get to the Players' Championship, there will only be 30. So this 50-person tournament is going to weed out the next 20, and you'll be left with only the less 30. This weekend, we also had the UFC fight night. Luque versus Rafael Dos Santos. This was a pretty good card. I'm not going to go deep into this card. I mean, it was nice to see Khalil Roundtree be back in the square, doing his business, getting a knockout win. 
it was not a bad card. You don't have to have the greatest names to have a good card. I would like to start seeing Rafael Dos Santos start looking at the door. I mean, he seems to be getting up there. He still puts on good fights, but he's not that world championship caliber fighter anymore. And this weekend, on paper, on paper, we got a big one, people. UFC pay-per-view 292. You got Al Jermaine Sterling, the bantamweight champion, and he's going up against Sean O'Malley. We finally see Sean O'Malley step into that spotlight, into that five-round main event to see if he can take a title or he's just going to be one of those guys running around with a name, a look, a persona, and a brand, but no goal to back it up. We also have the straw weight women's champions, Zhang Lee versus Amanda Loomis. I expect this fight to be a banger. These are both two very highly skilled young ladies who I enjoy watching fight. I don't expect a lot of fill-out period. I expect somebody's head to get taken off, and I expect this to end in a TKO one way or another. We got Marlon Vera going up against Pedro Munez. We got Ian Gary going up against Jeff Neal. We got Chris Wyman, who I didn't even know was back on the scene, is going up against Brad Tavares. The prelims give you Cody Garbert versus Mario Batista. Gerald Mershashat is going up against Andre Petrovsky. Andrea Lee is going up against Natalia Silva. Gregory Rodriguez is going up against Dennis Tutelani. And Myra Mornez is going up against Catherine Silva. So, like I said, on card, this is a hell of a pay-per-view. Uh, we got two championships that's going to be decided on this card. So, I'm looking forward to this. Now, as you know, the NFL preseason has begun. I'm not a huge NFL preseason dude. If there's something on TV that's better to watch in the preseason, I will do it. I don't get too caught up on some kid who's catching the ball crazy or running crazy because they're not playing up against first stringers. But if it's your type of thing and you haven't been paying attention, I'm just letting you know the NFL is in preseason. You will have a game on Thursday. You will have a game on Friday. You will have a game on Saturday. You will have a game on Sunday. And you will have a game on next Monday. So you can get your fill of NFL. Now, I just want you once again to be careful where you're getting your religious and spiritual teachings from. Be able to look into the person's background, education, if they are willing to give you verse. No confusion about God's word. It is his word, and he is not a God of confusion. False prophets are everywhere. People will tell you about getting rich. If you want to help somebody get rich, then let him help a broke man get rich or broke woman get rich. Don't make the rich richer. Make sure that you look into not their lifestyles. That does not mean anything because you don't know what other businesses they may run. So don't judge them by them having a lavish lifestyle because they might have earned it from another manner. But their teachings, what they teach, what they stand on, their principles, 
the core values that they are shooting out of their mouth, if they're not living up to these things, then do whatever you have to do to separate yourself. And don't let embarrassment of family or girlfriend or or your new fiance who wants you to live a certain kind of way, but it doesn't fit what you feel. Or you have a soul that has discernment that says this is not right. You can run with that as long as you can find something to back up your words. Okay, I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time. It's been my pleasure talking to you. If you like, hit like. If you feel like sharing, share. If you feel like commenting, comment. Pro or negative, it does not matter to me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you each and every time that you tune in to Strength Talk with Doc because you don't have to do it. And once again, people, peace to you and peace to yours.